Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the sixth episode of the Meeple Dungeon podcast. As always, I am Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And yeah, we are happy you're here joining us tonight to uh, chat about some board games. Yeah, thanks for listening to us. Yeah, no, our, our <laughs> show has been actually getting, you know, more and more listeners, which is really cool. So Great. it's, yeah, every week seems to be a little bit better than the last. So this has been going really nicely for us. Um, well, let's start this one the same as we've started the last bunch okay right yep. and we're going to talk about some new games to the collection we have a couple to talk about the first one what what are we going to talk about first Marie? first we're going to talk about micro macro crime city designed by johannes sitch or sick i believe and published by pegasus spiel yeah micro macro crime city so we are late on this one yes as we've been with many many titles but this one we've heard a lot of people talk about and uh, we just, you know, had to have it because it it's kind of funny. Awesome. It, like, takes you back to your childhood with Where's Waldo, except it's about murder, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. or mostly about. Murder. I don't know. Like, we've heard many people talk about it, but I still don't know fully what to expect here. Like, as yeah. I know, it's it's, you know, cute and. You know, like it's rabbits and whatever, <laughs> mice and things yeah. living their lives in this little city and they're all smiling with balloons and things. But then, yeah, I guess there's murders that happen. You and have to other... solve them. You have to solve, yeah, you yeah. have to solve the crimes that but happen. How you go about doing that, I'm not sure because I know yeah. that there's the there's the where's Waldo element to it, but it's not just as yeah. simple as like no. there's the bunny with the knife. No, you no. have to figure out um, different things like, um, like where it happened, who did it. Yeah. Um, actually, let me just flip this over because it says. I'm just curious to know how. Where's the murder weapon? Where did the victim live? Right. Um, so you're going to gain clues. How did they flee? These are just from the back of the box I'm reading. Yeah. No, no. But yeah, I just, I'm very curious to see yeah. how you sleuth this out. Like, I don't, I don't know how it works. So I'm very curious to see how yeah. this game works because everyone seems to love it. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's a one to four, but I think it sounds like a really great two-player oh yeah i think it's fine for for two players they have just gonna share your thoughts on what you think is happening and try to figure out the puzzle yeah i think the one um negative i heard about this game quite a bit was that it was about murder (laughs) so they couldn't really play it with kids how so what they did in response to that is they basically put out another one i think that's like more a family-friendly version of it which is kind of neat and i also did hear they are expanding this one so because originally this was kind of a one and done but now it sounds like you might be able to get little expansion boxes That's to put exciting. on here. Kind of yeah. like, um, I don't know, Time Stories. How Time Stories has the little okay. extra boxes. It's kind of what it sounds like, I think. I think that's what I heard anyway. It's funny, the the box cover for this, it's all black and white. And um, it it reminds me of... Uh, and red. And red, yes. <laughs> for blood. <laughs> but it reminds me of, um, I just want a color when I see it. And it made yeah. me think of a few years ago for Christmas, we got my mom... Um, a puzzle it was a black and white puzzle Mm -hmm. that she had to put together and then color and she absolutely loved it and i was like oh somehow i don't think it would be the same effect if i gave her this hero no i don't think so color this is that a bunny slitting another bunny's throat (laughs) down there no maybe not nice yeah i don't think so but no we're we're very interested in this game and everyone seems to love it but everyone's been really good about not spoiling how this works and how it's done so we're yeah we're kind of still in the dark on how this works and we're going to get to that Mm, well, I'd like to play it before the end of the year. Me too. That'd be a goal of mine. Uh, hopefully we can play it in 2021 and not uh, 
2022. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that the game sounds great. Everyone seems to love it, and I think we will as well. But this is definitely one we're going to play just together, not with our uh, nine and oh, yeah, no. seven year old kids. You forget their ages. I think. No, they're su- they're going to be nine yeah, and seven. Soon in like, to be, uh, not yet. Months. Don't make them grow up faster than they <laughs> yeah. already are. They're almost nine and almost seven. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're we're, we're going to steer them clear of this yes, one. They won't need to see this one. No, but yeah. So micro macro crime city sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, we have one more that yes. we got, which is Watergate, and that is designed by Matthias Kramer and published by Frosted Games and Capstone Games. Yes. Watergate. So here's another one that everyone has loved. Yeah. Like really loved. Yeah. A lot of people have been like raving about how good this, this game is. is. And this two is a two-player two player yeah. only. And it's it's taking place in whatever that year was, 72, three, I don't know, four, around there. Whatever that was, 70, whatever, where Nixon was under investigation for his meddling in the... Uh, Breaking in of the, the Watergate <laughs> Whatever building. was going yeah. on there. I don't know this inside note. But Nixon was being investigated for, yeah, spending funds from his campaign to, to, for guys to break into the building, to yeah. steal secrets and all these these crazy things. I know nothing about this. No. I and all I know is, the, I am this not one, a crook. I am not a crook. Yeah, and I... <laughs> I, I think that was actually sounded pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, that's uh, why I was actually really excited to get this game yeah. because uh, I want to learn more about it. And instead of going on the computer and just scrolling through pages, what, yeah. a, what a great way to learn a piece of mm-hmm. you know history than just playing a game. You know, this is one, you know, being Canadian, and this is this is actually one piece of American history that we didn't learn a lot about no. back in you know in in high school. We learned yeah. about a ton of American history, but this is one that just kind of no one really talked about. So we've only you know that there was an issue with Nixon, like you know, kind of general, but yeah, not but we didn't. Specifics. It wasn't like a major study, and it, there's no. always you know the Holocaust and things like that. Yes. You know, like well, not that that's American history, but world history. But you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> Watergate was a big deal, but it was a relatively minor thing in school to be taught like it just wasn't part of well in here and when we went to school it was already how many years past that so it had already been but yeah i'm I'm curious to play it out because it sounds like you can play it out then like change history right so like nixon can get away with it i would assume so yeah Yeah. if you're playing as nixon because as far as i know it's like a push and pull yeah right and um the nixon uh group is trying to uh, uh, survive his term. He wants to go his full term right. and then just not get reelected if that was the case. But, or the, so like the journalists trying, are trying to bring out all the different evidence like and make him resign him. Yeah. before he gets before impeached. He gets impeached. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's what it is. So if you're, if you're Nixon and you win, I think you can actually kind of change the course of history, which sounds kind of neat. neat. That'd be fun. Yeah. So, yeah. but I heard I'm nothing but good things. To yeah. Play that game. And it's a capstone game and honestly these guys don't really do any wrong these guys know what games are good and what aren't because they don't publish anything that's not good yeah. honestly <laughs> so uh and yeah as far as it being a two-player only that works for us yep just another one to add to our collection of great two-player games i'm assuming and uh yeah we'll hopefully get this played as well in jeez, uh, yeah again hopefully by the hopefully end this year and before 2022 <laughs> would be nice because that's a 2020 release as well right i think so yeah yeah so we don't want to let that go two years without uh getting played no in this house um <laughs> but yeah no two really good games that we added to the collection 
Um, looking forward to playing both of them. Yep. But we're going to move on from here, right? So we're going to head on over to our crowdfunding and Kickstarter slash GameFound, all that pre-ordering stuff, right? Let's head over there. Alrighty then, here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode where we're going to talk about two games. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is Agamonia, uh, published by Lautpalet and designed by lead designed by Max Wickstrom. So Lautpalet, the publisher, uh, published one of our favorite games of all time. And then one of the games that got us really back into board gaming as kind of like a full-blown hobby. If you listen to our first episode, yep, you'll you know. You would know what we're talking about. <laughs> what game is that, Anna-Marie? Eclipse. Yes, Eclipse. Uh, uh, one of our favorite games ever and to this day. It's And it's not going to change. So, Egemonia from Lautpalet is a fully cooperative board game. Uh for one to four players and it's set in this mystical land of agamonia and you're you're uh yeah you're you're trying to control the 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 i guess the country because i think people are taking it over yeah so you're trying to fight back to yeah kind of take control of it so it's a fully co-op one to four players sounds phenomenal it's it's very choose to be the bad guys too no i don't think so no you're you're playing it's very gloomhaven style where you've got certain amount of set Maybe heroes. you can just do bad things to try to be the good guys. You can, because I think you can play well, I on think a you, positive, yeah, okay. put so, a positive or negative spin on right, your players, but right. you are still trying to save your, yes, I think save you're, you're correct where you can play it how you want, but you can never be the bad factions. No. You're your characters yes. and you do yeah. what you do with those characters, making good decisions, bad decisions. Much like Gloomhaven, yeah. where you're kind of being swayed sometimes to do things that are a little not great, but they kind of benefit yeah. you, right? So you got to make these big choices. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a very Gloomhaven-y style, but it, it's um, Jaws of the Lion style where the board is in the book. So it's a coiled yes. book with all the different scenarios and you flip through the pages and you, and you have your board laying there out in front of you. And um, yeah, it's, I think each scenario takes about an hour. Or so is kind of what it says. So similar to Gloomhaven. So this this game is kind of very similar. Same feel. Yeah, same yeah. feel to Gloomhaven. But the uh, cool book though. Oh, the yeah. maps are they, they just look, look gorgeous. So colorful. Yeah. Save time setting up and yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, However, you did organize our Gloomhaven oh, box so well. I took, you cut you cut down the setup time like yes. crazy. Oh yeah, I I have. Well, I gutted the box of Gloomhaven, yeah. and I went and bought all those tackle boxes from Canadian, from Tire. Canadian Tire <laughs> and separated everything, everything yeah. into the little compartment, into a baggie. Those stacked in there just perfectly, and then I got the accordion folder Felt to put that. all the, the board pieces yes. in, and I could that yeah. was all sorted, so it was just boom, bing, bing bang, boom. Yeah, it up. made it really nice, but yes. um, this, but you this have one, any of that. You just <laughs> open the book to page whatever for your scenario that you're on, and away you go. And I really like that. Yeah. Um, so the different pledge levels, uh, seemed 
pretty cool. Like, yeah. like this one, like we've, we've been doing a lot of Kickstarters and a lot of analyzing Kickstarters. And this one seemed to have your better bang yeah. for your buck because the games this, these days are like getting stupid expensive where this one seemed kind of proper. It made sense. Like everything yeah. that they were doing made sense. Where you could see it they're making profit, obviously, obviously they have but to. it wasn't overblown. Yeah. So there's two different versions of it where you can get one with just uh, your heroes are minis and everyone else is a standee, much yep. like Gloomhaven. Or you can get the one which is 50 euros more, I believe, to get everything in standees. I think like 89, like yeah, all the, so all the bad guys. So we're kind of leaning in, um, in minis, yeah. towards uh, just getting the, the core one because we felt with Gloomhaven that was kind of, it that was worked well. Yeah. But this game just, just looks really, really good. Yeah. Um, but we did talk about this one with uh, Jason uh, from Dyson Dragons yep. on his YouTube yep. channel. Jason and Ryan. Along with Ryan from Cardboard Conjecture, yep. which we do kind of every few weeks. We yeah. do another one of these where we do an in-depth dive into Excessor something. value. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the episodes are called Kickstarter Excessor Value. And then we talk about any particular game that we're all kind of interested in. And this was one of them. And this um, one is on Kickstarter. Yeah, it's still currently on Kickstarter yeah. right now. I think it's got ooh, it's got a few days left anyway. Let me see. I think I'm on the page here. Uh, it's got seven days. It's got one week one to go week. as of this recording. We're recording this on Monday the... Uh, 20th. 20th. Voting so, day. Voting day in Canada, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can... Uh, you've got till the end of... Uh, so you've got till Sunday or so to back this one. And I strongly suggest you do. So if you liked anything... At least take a look at it. It to looks do pretty with, cool. Yeah, I'd say, oh, I strongly suggest you at least go look at this page because the game looks amazingly good. Um, and if you liked Gloomhaven, or especially if you liked uh, Jaws of the Lion Gloomhaven, this one is going to be, you know, up your alley. This, is, this one's going to be a lot bigger and more involved than Jaws of the Lion. Kind of like an in-betweener between... We're thinking. Yeah, no, well, no, this <laughs> is... Know. Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion was um, made to be small, quick... Yeah. And yeah, this is easy made to, to be to do. longer. You're right. This one's You're going right. to be yes. This one's <laughs> going to be in the middle somewhere between the two, where gloom, the regular Gloomhaven is just a big beast. Yes. And this one will be not so big, but nevertheless, sounds awesome. Looks awesome. You should go over and check it out. Um, because we are 100 percent backing this. But you should also go check out that video, and we'll explain everything. Yeah, in we'll that go video in, on in depth on uh, the Dyson it. Dragons YouTube channel, and um. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll tell you all about it when this game arrives because yep. we're going to be playing it. <laughs> but that'll be sometime next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the other game we're going to talk about from pre-orders and and crowdfunding? It is He-Man. Oh, right. Yes. Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe: Clash for Eternia. So this game. Okay, so not He-Man. I said it wrong. <laughs> well, yeah. Masters no. of it the is Universe. He-Man. Come on. <laughs> But it's, it's He-Man. He-Man. It's, he's He-Man the board game. Strapped across the front of the box there. <laughs> oh my gosh. With he's muscles on muscles. Muscles on muscles on yeah. muscles. Muscles people. Normal people don't even have. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> something else. Um, so this this game is from Simon. Um, it's their latest big Sorry, crazy... I'm still on the muscles. He-Man didn't have that many muscles in the cartoon. Not Ooh, when yeah, we not, watched not it. Not like this. No. <laughs> They've really gone the extra mile on him here. Um, and, you know... This one caught our attention. So we talked about this one as well yeah, on right. Kickstarter yeah. Access and Value. 
um, which should be re- the video released today, I believe, actually. So yeah, you should be able to Perfect see that timing. one. Yeah. And this one we ha- we were a bit more mixed on. Um, I we went heard into this about one gung ho. Oh yeah. yeah, we were going into this one head first, buying I, everything. I figured I was going to get the we all were, in, pledge. all in everything. Yeah. But as we got into it and started looking more into what actually the game is, it is not what I thought or what I had in my head. Yeah. Where this one is a skirmish through and through skirmish game and uh it so you're you're basically setting up a battlefield on the map um and that's it, that looks really cool because you can there's all the different terrain oh yeah you can set it, it looks up in, very cool in several different arrangements of whatever and then you're picking yeah. your crew that you're gonna fight with so yep. one one side plays with he-man's crew and the other side plays with skeletor's crew and the base game comes with like all the classic characters. There's a whole bunch of characters in that box. So you can basically fight with anybody you want from your childhood, put them together. And I think you play with four each or something like that. And you just fight yeah. with them. <laughs> and it's just like a big battleground. Big battle. and so, I mean, it's cool and all, but I was just hoping that this game had something to do with storylines and, and it just, it wasn't. Where there's that one in, in Europe, what was that one called? Masters of the Universe... Uh, something attorney as well. They had attorney was in the name as well. Yeah, but either way, that one's not available uh, in North us. America yeah. f- or for shipping here. Anyway, we could try and get it somehow, but that one's just not really. Yeah, those licensing reasons. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't. It wasn't uh, wasn't going to work unless we went to Europe, which we're not doing until <laughs> uh, two more years. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Fingers crossed. as long as this virus uh, calms down, yep. we're going to head over to Germany. For Essenspiel. Oh, so yes, nice. for a first hopefully time. it works. But that's what we're doing in two years, hopefully. But um, this one, this game looks cool. But skirmish games are not games typically that we play a lot of. Yeah, so we're kind of worried that it might not get out as much as we'd want it to. Yeah, we were. Well, you'll see if you go and watch that video. You'll you'll see us kind of. We're, we're discussing this and deliberating on like when and how or why would I play this game? And it's pretty expensive. Um, what were the, what was the first one? So it was the, 110, 110 American. Yeah. So it was 150 something bucks Canadian. So, I mean, not cheap, not stupid expensive before shipping, but yeah, before shipping, of course. And that's just for the base box. Um, and I just thought about like, what would we play this? No, the base box does come with minis. Like it comes with. Oh yeah, no, it comes it's full all mini. your all the characters for like. <laughs> it is Simon. Yes, but like all the characters, whether you're playing like the uh, Skeletor's crew or He-Man's crew, you're getting minis for both sides. Oh uh, yes, and they look nice. No, it's, like, it's the well, the the pieces are there. The, yeah. I, I'd say it's worth the money. I think the hundred and fifty dollar range is fine, but it's the gameplay that I'm concerned about. Where I just don't know if I'd want to be sitting. Uh, we're down. gonna have to look at it more because I still want it, <laughs> so okay. we're gonna have to. We'll see. <laughs> but it's just because I think about skirmish games, and we basically only have. Well, we have well, we have Star Wars Legion, which we really, really want to play, but we haven't got to. We have it though, um, and we have a whole whack of HeroScape. Yes, which is like the ultimate skirmish game. 
And we rarely get to play that. And then we also have X-Wing. A whole bunch of X-Wing, which I also rarely get to play. And I just don't know if if I'm going to play a skirmish game, whether or not I'd want to play He-Man over any of those, honestly. So I don't know. This one is is definitely like it looks cool. The it looks it looks fun. Definitely I just don't gonna, know. Don't know about playing gonna it. Gonna keep the chat open on that one. Yeah, and there's some <laughs> big expansions for it. We can get Castle Grayskull, a big thing that sits on your table, and all the cool yeah. stuff. But um, I don't know. Just for a skirmish game, I don't know. So we're we're undecided on that one. But I'm you should sure go check out, out our on discussion on. Uh, Tyson yeah. Dragon's uh, YouTube channel because it's uh, it was a good discussion for sure. All of our discussions with them are great, but uh, yeah, this we're one just amazing all around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this one really had us deliberating a lot. We were very uh, we were very uh, uh, in consensus on Agamonia. Yeah, but uh, Masters of the Universe, we were kind of all over the place with yep. this one. So yeah, those are two games that we're interested in backing one we're backing for sure and the other one well we're gonna wait and kind of see what else might come of it over the next uh, this one's on for another 10 days so they might announce a few more things as simon does and yeah that's uh that's about it for our crowdfunding segment which is going to lead us on to our final segment of the night so why don't we head on over there now? Alrighty then, here we are at the final uh, segment of the podcast in which we are going to be doing another Meeple Dungeon review. The main event yeah. of the evening. And this one in particular really has me excited uh, yep. because we're talking about a game that I've been waiting for for a long time, a Kickstarter that we back. I've also been waiting for this for a Yeah, I know. You, you do. <laughs> My opinion usually reflects yours. Um, but this one in particular has been really, really high on our list to get here so we can get it played because it is from one of our favorite uh, designers and it just looked amazing and the anticipation of this game was huge. What game are we talking about, Anne-Marie? We are talking about Ankh, designed by Eric Lang, art by Adrian Smith, and published by Simon Games. Yes, Ankh. Gods of Egypt. <laughs> Gods of Egypt. Yes. This game, oh my goodness, is it something. So everyone knows out there, everyone should know out there, Eric Lang. This guy uh, Blood was Rage. the designer of Blood Rage, which is Rising may or may sun. not be my favorite game of all time. At <laughs> any given day, it could be or, or might get yeah. surpassed, but it's right there in my top two or three. And then Rising Sun as well. And now the third in his mythic, trilogy that's what we're calling it yes the mythic trilogy is <laughs> we could be gods of egypt we because could be way each off one on is that, kind of but... yeah the different gods and things going on from different mythologies this one is all about egypt and all their different gods so um where do we begin with Ankh? so the yeah the theme let's talk about general the general theme here is you are in control of an egyptian 
God. Yep. And there's five in the base box, and we got a whole bunch of boxes of it. Yes. We've got <laughs> and expansions. And they all look lovely. <laughs> expansions out the wazoo, but we've only played with the base box. There's been yep. five gods in there um, that we've played all five of them. Yep. And there's a whole bunch of different guardians, which yep. we played all of those. And those are kind of other mythological creatures. Yep. Like mummies and scorpions and uh crocodiles and like yeah. these different kind of demigods sort of things yeah that kind of come in and help you and um yeah but that's what the theme is all about is these gods and you're 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 trying to get followers and you're, you're trying, trying to keep to, your followers yeah you're trying to get and keep followers yeah and you're trying to uh encroach on the, the countryside and and kind of take territory and try build to, monuments yeah, and control try to take them. over the other yeah. the other monuments and so that you have more followers than the last than the other gods god or yeah. gods that you're playing against yeah the, the followers in the game are your currency it's kind yeah. of funny because you can just <laughs> sacrifice your followers and stuff uh, as payment for for various things but yeah that's so that's the theme that we're working with on this game and i think a lot of people know that yeah um so let's talk about the way this game plays it plays completely different than both Blood Rage oh, yeah. and Rising Sun. Let's Absolutely. get that out of the way right now. Because a lot of people thought, oh, is this going to be too much like Rising Sun or too much like Blood Rage? It is not. It is not it at all. It is not. <laughs> They're doing a whole bunch of different things here. It is completely different. And it's worth having, you know, like all three are different enough from each other to be totally... Oh, they're all standalone totally on their standalone, own. Totally standalone. And like, stand fine on their own games. If you like these type of games, they're all different. Yeah. So you got three different games here for sure. The way this one works is you start, well, okay, the, there's, <laughs> there's many, many different ways you can play this game because there's no just set setup for the game. There are dozens of scenarios that you can choose from. So, and you have to pick one of those. And we've picked the starting scenario for a three-player game and a two-player game, which requires two different setups. And so we've done both of those. So you set up the game, um, which is dictated to you from the book on where you put things and what you do. The board itself, well, we got the big oh, rollout man. neoprene mat, which is just gorgeous. It's sitting right on the table in front of us right now. Double-sided <laughs> and It's double-sided. It's yeah. so nice. And it's just, oh, it's incredible. The, but board the board is nice as well. The board like, is nice, board but this mat like this, was worth just... every penny. Mats are great with the cards. And, yeah. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's divided into three sections. So there's a river that runs through it like a Y, kind of cutting the countryside into three different sections. And you're going to start the game, depending on your scenario and depending who you choose, with basically a god, a warrior of their color, and you have six of them all together um, of the warriors. Um, yeah, you're going to start with a god and a warrior and either a temple a pyramid or an obelisk assigned to your god with like your god's stamp on it. Yeah. You're going to start with that in some place on the board. <laughs> and then there's going to be a bunch of other monuments uh, scattered around the board for you to go and try and claim through the game. So that's how you kind of start it. And how does it work though? On your turn. So this is right away. There's it's a, there's an action board and an it's action super board, cool, which is I've never seen it before. I've never seen no. this this style. And it just um, 
it, it's one of those things. This is one of those games where you have to pay attention to multiple things at the same time, but yep. not overwhelmingly. It's just something that, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's because you have you have a shared action board. Yeah. So everyone doesn't just have actions they can do. It's every time I take an action, it changes the action board for everyone playing. Yes. So you have four actions you can use. There's movement of your figures. There's summoning your figures. There's gaining followers, which are your currency. And then there's unlocking powers for your, your gods. Oh, and I should say that you're, you start with your player board for your god. And each god has their own asymmetrical power. But then they also have three uh, sections on their board where you can upgrade their your god with uh, up to well, there's twelve different upgrades you can do, and but in any are, one game, yeah, you're gonna have six. And those to. are the same for every god. Yeah, those are the so same. far, at least in the base box. I'm assuming it would be the same for all of them. Yeah. Um. So everybody has the same twelve that they can upgrade, and it'll just. But there are you can only upgrade two max of two in each per each section. Yeah, in each yeah. section. So. You could you have all different ones, even though you all have the same pool to choose from. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what you can do for uh, unlocking your your god powers is is um, choosing an upgrade and uh, rolling with it for the rest of the game because you're kind of locked into it at that point. Um. So on your turn, you're going to be able to take two actions, uh, up to two actions, I up should to say. Two actions. Yeah. And at the top. So the topmost action you can take is the movement. Underneath that is the summoning. Underneath that is the gaining of followers. And then at the very bottom is unlocking the powers. So every time you take an action, uh, you move the little marker uh, one spot to the right. To the right. And you're going to be in the right in a two-player game. There's kind of four spots that they can. Yeah, move. it changes for how many yeah. for your player count. So with more players, you have, you more, have more spaces. With more, with, just with more, which players. makes sense. That's right. So you're gonna move your your the the thing on the on the on the action board one spot. Do that action. Say move your characters around, and the movement is really simple. Oh, it's nice. It's I. That's one thing I love about this game is the movement. So you can move each of your character each of your figures your characters up to three spaces yep so you don't have to be like oh i can move this one one this one one and this one one or i can move this one two and this one one no nope. every single one of your characters can move up to three spaces yep. you don't have to move at all no but and you can move some and not all and some one so some i two, like that three, yeah. but you don't have to and you can move anywhere on the board yeah as long as you land on an empty spot you can move through things over people yeah. Through the water, but you cannot end on the water. Well, that's right. mostly. Yeah, There's unless, a couple characters that yeah. can. But generally speaking, you just have to end up on a a dry part of land, and then that movement is is fine. <clears throat> and then there's also, um, so once you've done one action, you have to choose an action, if you want to do a second action, that's below the one that you chose. Right. So then you'd move a marker from either summoning or gaining followers or unlocking a god power as your next one because you couldn't do first off you couldn't do movement again you can't do the same one twice you have to do one below so if you took as your first action you did the summoning figure you'd be limited for your second action to either gaining followers or unlocking power you couldn't do the movement which is above it and if you chose to do um unlocking the god power the power first then that would be your then only that would action be your only one yeah. because it's on the bottom of the it's action on the board. bottom right so these are interesting choices you have to make and it, it affects the other players on the board. 
And your order of operations affects what you do too. Yeah, so, because yeah. as you're moving, as these uh, uh, actions get triggered and you're moving the little token to the right, to the right, to the right, you are going to end up triggering a, far an right. event. You're <laughs> going to go onto yeah. a white spot that's on the rightmost section of the of the uh, action board and you're going to trigger an event. And there's several different events. There's a little event board where there's this little uh, orb that you're going to use that's going to move along the event board. Every time an event is triggered, it's going to move around. It almost plays like a like a round counter or a turn marker. Yeah, but because there it is. It, yeah, but it's not like a typical round. So it's not like, oh, once, you know, you go through the action board once or twice or three times, it triggers a, nope. a round because you can it can trigger if everybody only did movement then it could trigger just like, real fast instantly yeah so with, it's well, kind depends, of a neat yeah. um I, that board is just really neat kind of that move um round yeah. tracking so it's every not, time yeah every time you get to that rightmost spot on the white you're going to take your action and then you're going to trigger an event and there's several different events you can do one is taking your uh, onk token which is just your basically your flag and you're going to place it onto a monument of that so you're going to have to have moved one of your characters beside a monument that you want to take control of and it can't be controlled by somebody else you have if to, there are open ones yes around. if there's open ones on the board you have to go for those once all the ones have been claimed then you can start stealing them out from underneath yeah. each other but yeah you'd simply just play um your Ankh token onto one of those. And now you control that monument, whether it's a pyramid, a temple, or an obelisk. So there's a bunch of those events. Then there's battling, which is a big, simple, but um, big deal in yeah. this game, where you're playing cards from your hand, a sort of Blood Rage style. So you're playing, yeah, battle yeah, cards. Battle so cards. They so can gonna, add, yeah. They can add, um, like, strength to your battle and they also have different individual kind of um things on the bottom that you can do like with the text down there but one thing that's neat about that is that everybody starts with the exact same that's right cards because there's no drafting of cards there's none of that so everyone has the same starting deck of cards and it's how you want to use them and when you want to use them because you can only once you play a card it's burnt and it's only one card per battle yes and it's one card per battle and in order to get those cards back, there's a card in your hand that you have to play during so a battle. So there's no other special power to it. It's just that at the just end of the battle, reclaim simply, all your used battle cards. Yeah, exactly. So you choose when to use that. And uh, yeah, it's super neat because you know that everybody else has the exact same cards as you. And so yep. you're like, oh, have they used this one? Have they not used this one? <laughs> right. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's really neat. Because it yeah it can trigger things like maybe you want to lose the battle because one of your cards says for every yep. um, every follower you lose you go up on the devotion track right and we haven't talked about we that haven't yet. talked we about the there, devotion but... track but that is the victory point track which is on the one side of the board and you're trying to climb that to the top so the first one to the top will end the game immediately yeah. so yeah there's a lot of things like that. Then there's also another event that you can trigger which is the camels. So yes. this is a cool one. This one is literally, there's this, well, we put them in a jar, but there's all these little plastic camels, camels. <laughs> that you you can lay out on the board to separate sections. Remember how I said that the board is split into three. There's section one, two, and three, and you've got a little token out there telling which section is which. If you lay out camels and you can cut those sections into more sections, so they're now a border that you can lay them out Um 
across and cut, say, section three into, into now two into sections. two, and then you've created section four. And then the person that lays out these camels gets to kind of fiddle with the numbering and switch things around a little bit. And because that that uh, can affect the way things trigger. Oh, definitely. When yeah, you have so, a, when you have a battle, it can affect the scoring. Yes. So it's very cool because you're trying to you'll want to put the camels out so it benefits you so you can potentially get more points. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's neat. It's a, it's it's a neat really, aspect really neat. of it. But then, yeah, there is also the battling. So in the battling, you're, you're going you know, to play your card. You're going to uh, do things in a certain order where there's, you know, some people might build a monument. Some people might use a plague card that does a certain thing. And then you're going to be counting up getting points for, for all the different monuments that you have the majority of on the board at that in that particular zone where the battle is happening and then you're gonna then you're gonna uh count up the battle power as to who wins, who wins? The, the actual fight because every character on the board is worth one well mostly again there's there's <laughs> yes ones that are not but uh, some gods can gain more power but everything kind of starts at one 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 and then you you can use your battle cards to uh to modify that and so you decide who wins the battle just by purely who has the most strength and very simple you battle kick out <laughs> no you, dice involved nope, so no it's just straight uh, no up. luck it's nope. your own choices <laughs> yeah and then you kill off the characters that lost the fight bounce out and then the winner gets some more devotion points so they're going to go up the the victory point track for winning battles for controlling monuments um and various other things so those are the main things that you can do in this game. And um, I, I will say I love that the victory point track is actually called the devotion track because yeah. it makes so much thematic sense that if you're going up the devotion track, whoever, whichever God has the most devotion mm-hmm. is going to win the game. Yeah, like they're the most, the most powerful, devotion, right? the most, you know, yep. adored God. Yep. So like that, instead of calling it a victory point track, like it just, no, that yeah, was no, nice. They, it was a, they made sense. nailed that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to use these actions, but you're trying to do them in certain ways so that you trigger certain things at certain times and certain events at certain times because, like, there might the next event to come up might be camels, uh, but you really want to put it a monument, so you're trying to get someone else to trigger the camels before you, so you can so trigger you can the trigger, monument yeah. next turn, yeah. or vice versa. Maybe you really want camels, and you're trying to wait until the camels are coming <laughs> up, and you're trying to time things. So really, really cool because we're all affecting... The action, Each other's, yeah. The action, uh, action board, board all together. Yep. And you're trying to play a game up there with each other, right? So <laughs> trying to outthink each other just in the action board. and Or what I should have said, too, was that once uh, an action reaches that Farther, final spot, farthest the, right the, spot. The, the rightmost spot and it triggers an event, it then resets and goes back yep. to where it should be, whether it's For your uh, player five, count. four, three, or two players, yep. depending. So it just continuously goes like you're yeah. always going to have whatever. That's another thing. You're always going to have the option for taking the action that you want. Like yep. you, you 100% will always be able to either move your figures, summon your figures, gain followers or yep. unlock an onk power. They cannot be taken away from you. The the fun part is deciding, you know, if it's going to trigger an event on the event track. It's like, oh, that's the one I want to do, but do I want to trigger an event right now? And yes. that's where your decision making comes in. But the fact that you're not going to have, it's not like worker placement where it can be taken from you if, you know, if somebody goes there first. It's like no, you can always, really nice. always is. play whatever you want. 
You definitely can, but it's up to you whether that's a smart move or not. Exactly. If you want to do it, you can. But whether or not that's the right move, maybe you need that's to wait to you. wait till your yeah. next turn or something. It's totally, totally up to you. Yeah. So that's kind of the way the game plays. You're trying to do all these things and get up that devotion track as fast as possible. But there are a few other things here. So we played with uh, oh. three players. Yes. And that is very different from a two-player game. So yes. when you... Can I so, explain this one? Yeah. So I just want <laughs> just, to just start out by saying the two-player game is just one-on-one, easy to follow. There's nothing strange about it. It's just first one up the victory or the uh, the devotion track yeah. is going to win this game, pure and simple. There's one other way you could win, but that's basically the way this is going to go. Yes. But for three, four, or five players, there's this very oh, interesting thing that they've added to this. So too. go ahead, tell them what <laughs> tell them what uh, what goes oh, on here. It is so neat. And it, where is it? It's about two thirds of the way. Yeah. So on the, the on the, the event track, you have one, track. two, three, four, five battles that you could potentially get to. Yes. If somebody didn't scoot their way up the devotion track, yes. and beat beat it. But on your third battle so once you have done your third battle this it triggers a super neat event it's a doozy and it is so controversial some people love it some people hate it that i've heard but it's so neat and it makes thematic sense again it does so yeah what it is is after that third battle you merge the two lowest gods on the devotion track. Yes. So, um, let's say, well, we did. We played a three-player game. Three. So, third place and second place merged, merged to, and they become one god. And it was very nifty when, and very interesting when they merged because, um, so we were playing with our friend Corey. Yeah. And, um, Rob, you were ahead. Of Corey by one spot on the devotion track, and I think I was down like maybe you six, were, yeah, six, six or eight se- points yeah, below, below us, below yeah. Corey. So I was the lowest god, and <laughs> so poor Corey, poor, I felt so bad. Had to drop. <laughs> I was like, oh no, because the way it works is in this scenario, the the highest of the two worst, which would be second place, has to drop. All the way down to wherever third place and they or merged, the so his, is going to be sitting. His little token go went on top of mine. Yep. We now became one god. So um, he was playing Osiris yep. and I was playing Ra. So yes. we became like Ra Osiris. Yeah. And it's neat because you combine the two gods' um, special abilities. Yep. But the lowest god, so me, all my characters came off the board. Yep. If I had any monuments, I took my little tokens yep. out of the monuments and they were up for grabs again. Yeah. So you um, basically get wiped. I got to give my followers to yes. Corey. So like my, um, my the currency, currency. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically got to give him my currency. Um, Your but warriors came off. Everything. Your god came off. My god came off. Um, Everything was off the board. And so it was up. And then Corey's token dropped down to your level yes. on the devotion track. and But I still got to have my God's yes. player ability. So you combined your player abilities together. And it was neat. They have in the game, 
they have the all possible, they have a little uh, sheet for all the people for possible com- God combinations. Yes. So we got this new little sheet, like a cheat sheet almost for if Osiris and Ra join, now you can see what all of your abilities are put together. Yeah, and kind and, of like a strategy on yeah. how to make them work. And it was so neat. And we were then like, oh my gosh, I felt bad because now I dropped him so far. I'm like, holy smokes. Now yeah. we have to try to catch up uh, to Ra. Do you remember what God you were playing? I was... Amun. Were you Amun? Yes. Amun, yeah. Yeah, you were Amun. Yeah. And so we're like, we have to catch up to, to Amun and, and try to beat him. But it's neat. Uh, there's just so many neat things. I, sorry, I'm overusing that word. But there are so many neat so things neat. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> that happen when you combine gods. Mm-hmm. So when you combine, um, typically, like Rob, he would get you get two actions on the player board. But when you combine... You only get one action, but each player gets an action. Yes. So Corey would get an action and I would get an action. Yeah, so you'd still play in player order. So if I was first player, I would get my turn. And then Corey was second player. He'd get his turn, but he'd only have one action. Yes. And then it would go to you and, and you would get one action, one action. And it would come back to me and I'd get two. And it would keep going round and round and round like that. And then when it came to battles and things like that you guys had to agree on how yeah because to... my battle cards were gone too you yeah. only use one set of battle cards yeah. the, you'd only have one set of battle cards you guys God. would have to agree yeah. basically on how to our strategy and what we wanted to how do to make this work and so yes this this merging is oh. very controversial i've been reading about it a lot of people love it a lot of people absolutely hate it because basically the whoever's in last place essentially gets eliminated because the other person always has the final say. Yeah. So, so Corey in this Corey had uh, yeah in this instance would have been able to veto you on any decision and just play and ignore you. He didn't do that. He did obviously, and we had a ton you guys of fun. Played as a team, we did. We played as a team and together, and it, it just became okay. How are we going to work to work together essentially yeah, to win? Because he's a good human. Well, so, no, but he, like, and he's he a good game player, to, right? Like, and yeah, it's no, but he wanted to have fun. He wanted you yeah. to have fun. He didn't want you to just sit there and do nothing. And I would do the so, same with yeah. You so know? The, that because of the scenario that, dynamic and... that we were playing here with the three of us, this worked well. Oh, it worked because so the well. two of you had no issue. You guys, you did, you joined everything together, and you did all your things, and you talked about everything, and deliberated everything, and you came up with the des- best decision. You weren't arguing. No, and you, he wasn't ignoring you. No, he and was ta- yeah, so he was taking it, in. This my was done properly, and, yeah. but I could see how someone the other just side. takes it over. But we'll get to that later. But yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it was so, so neat. For what we did, the merge was cool. It's awesome. Because you guys came back and beat me. We did. Yes. <laughs> so we lucked out a few times. Well, yeah, but, but you, we definitely you, did. We you plotted did came against back. me and you you made all the right moves and you you creeped your way up and passed me and you ended up getting to the top of the devotion track and winning. So it is it worked. That was our our first game. Yeah, that was our <laughs> like first game. That. And it 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 worked perfectly. I was I was good eight nine ahead of you. Yeah. To start at that point, and then you guys surpassed me and beat me. So it, the game did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. I think at that point. Yeah. There is also another way you can win the game, or I should say, lose, lose the, the game, game. Yeah. Is if by the fourth. one two three fourth battle at the end of that battle, if there is, say I'd been in the blue, because the devotion track has a whole bunch of red spaces, and then at the top, so the bottom third, or the bottom two thirds is red, and the top third is blue. 19 red. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But 
12 blue. Yeah. So they, <laughs> if you can't get out of the red and well, if everyone stays in the red, by the time that battle happens, we all lose the game and we're all gods that it was funny. no one wanted. It's, <laughs> no the, one believed in. In the rules, it says that if, if, uh, if none of the gods make it out of the red section of the devotion track, then Egypt, um, everyone stops following the gods and Egypt basically has become an atheistic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> country. Yeah. You know, like. So not likely, but um, possible. Yeah. But if someone was able to sneak into the, that top third, into the blue part of the devotion track and leave everyone else in the red, they could win the game instantly, right instantly right at the end of the fourth battle. Because it just but eliminates all gods It just eliminates in anyone in the red. So that <laughs> that is one way you could do it. The nice thing about that, I, I will say too, not the nice thing, but I guess if you were playing, say, a five-player game and then, say, two people or three people made it into the blue and, like, two or three people didn't, mm-hmm. um, it's close to the end. Like, there are only basically two more actions oh, yes. until the end so it's not like they'd be sitting there waiting around no they would you know, be waiting oh, when is this game gonna end it's gonna I'd end wager, pretty quickly after i'd wager 15 minutes kind at, of i thing, would say at most maybe, yeah by the time the game would end because yeah it'd be two more events to be triggered and those yeah. would be triggered and quickly. i think you'd be so engrossed in the game you'd be watching to see yeah who no pulls i don't, it off. I don't so see that as a big thing i don't see it as an issue so yeah that's that's how the game plays. And there is that new merge thing that happens on multiple players. But I've also heard that you don't have to do that. So you could just ignore that if you wanted to, just not do the merge. But it was interesting when we, we did it and it was very interesting. And it and I think it was thematic too, because like we said, that gods do combine. So like Amun-Ra, yeah. right? Like Yeah, it, it's, the theme was there. Because yeah, I guess that happened cool. a lot in the mythos that, yeah. that these gods did combine and become another god. So it's kind of yeah. neat. Okay, so... This is a bit of a tall order, but so that's how the game works, roughly. Hopefully, you kind of followed what we were the picture we were painting there. Um, but there's lots fun, of pictures of, picture. of it on uh, on, my, on our Twitter, and I also did a unboxing video on our YouTube video or a YouTube channel that you can check out for that as well. But let's talk about the theme in like total. So, does yep. this theme lend well to what we're doing? I feel like I've answered that throughout our discussion. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty obvious that yes, there's. Temples, there's gods, there's warriors, there's there's dividing the board with camels, which you know, <laughs> like now this now this god has more devote like yeah. devotees over here and what are they called? Followers. Followers. It, it, yeah. There's just and you're you're sacrificing followers. As as bad as it sounds, you're sacrificing followers, using them as payment to Which I think is also thematic. The, well it is. <laughs> Let's be honest, it is, because that lots of crazy stuff used to happen. Um but yeah, no, the theme is just awesome. Yeah. And your gods can never die, which is yes, also, which thematic. also thematic. So your god your god figure is always gonna be on the, on the board. board. Will always be on the board. Regardless. Regardless yeah. of yeah, of whether you any lose battles, a battle, yeah. no matter what, they go nowhere. So it, it really, you know, makes you think, makes, Oh, this is a god. It cannot yes. be killed. Um And they're huge too. They look so massive. good on yeah. the board. Well, let's let's go right to that. Okay. Because well, the thematic, yes, it, it worked. Let's go well, let's talk about the art first. Okay. So the art, well, I, I'll say the art is phenomenal yep. on everything. So there's player boards, there's cards, there's the 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 board itself. Yeah, everything is gorgeous. Yeah, like, your player individual player cards. Oh yeah, like yep. when you when you look at the gods themselves on your player boards, 
the art artwork is amazing. Um, it's just colorful too. Everything, yeah, everything's colorful. No, it's very Egyptian. There's, you know, gold and black. And, Red. Yeah, well, gold on black like, just looks yeah. awesome. And then all these bright colors and very sarcophagus looking. That's on the sides gaudy, of the, yeah. Everything, right? So it's, <laughs> yeah, the artwork is amazing. I, I can't say any anything else. The drawings, like just the detail yeah. on some of the drawings are just amazing. Yeah, I no, I like it. I, I cannot it's well done. say enough good things about the art. So that leads us to the components. Components are tremendous. Yep. We got so this we got the all the upgraded everything through this Kickstarter. We got all the anything that can be upgraded, we got. So every component that would be cardboard is some sort of plastic or um, a standee or something. Yep. And they're awesome. Everything's really good. The little temples uh, hold the your little uh, cardboard. Oh, were they camels? Little cardboard pieces? No, the camels were okay, always plastic, I, be, I believe. But all the temples, all the obelisks, all the pyramids were cardboard. They just laid flat on the board. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, so this looks cool. I'm glad oh, we got yeah. the one we Oh, yeah, so we, we got did. all these 3D temples and obelisks. The, sta- no, the obelisk stands about two inches off the board. And then there's pyramids. Yeah. Um, the little camels, the little uh, uh, number, even like, the, yeah, the little number chits that tell you what section is what number they're they're gold yeah like they look really cool the uh the followers are brown and gold um yeah. they're just awesome and then i mean the minis so some of these gods oh, like who's this one this is isis uh, uh, yeah oh she, she just looks incredible like they're they stand some stand almost four inches tall yeah and they just look amazing um we're gonna paint all these um, and hopefully, you know, make them look even cooler. But even if you weren't like painters, they would look, nope, they nope, look awesome. These ones these. look awesome the way they, they are. Fine, because each, um, each faction comes with their own color. So like, um, Anubis, like he's, he's like, all purple. kind of purple. And Isis is Isis all blue. Is blue. Ra was all orange. Yeah. So Almond was red and Osiris was, was like Osiris green. Was green. Yeah. So they yeah. all have their own color. Um, but so if you didn't get to paint them, it it would totally matter. Fine. No, but we're going to and we're going to make yeah. this look, you know, even that's, crazier. That's the hope. <laughs> but oh no, we we yeah. do a good job. We take a long time to do it, but we do a good job. Yeah. Um. So components, tremendous. Uh, everything is well as you would expect from a Simon Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, that oh yeah. Someone went all in on, and then also well that that being said, we have all these other boxes of stuff. So there, there's way more uh oh we didn't really talk about these guys we didn't so there's guardians in this game so the there's more characters you can get in the game which are other monsters like the mummy and sphinx and scorpions and things and these guys are extra warriors you can put into your pool you can gain them through your onk powers yeah you gain them through that action board for the onk power yeah and then yeah then you can summon these extra little creatures to help you out special things for yep. you um and they're all in different the base too. box there's six different ones mm-hmm. but in all the other boxes we have we have like another 20 or something wow. or more of them to use so they're just all these extra creatures and things that you can just end up summoning them. to do things yeah. but they all look tremendous too yep like they're just as good quality as everything else absolutely so 
Yeah, we haven't got to those yet. All we've done is just the base box. So the next game we play, we're going to bust out the two new gods that come in one of those boxes over there. Okay. And then we're going to do three new guardians, guardians and see what nice. they do. But, oh yeah, the uh, the uh, components are... Top notch. Top, top notch. <laughs> exactly what you'd expect. The player mat too, just gorgeous. Feels awesome. It's got the stitched edging. Yes. Tremendous. So, and that's no surprise. Nope. Um, so we can talk about, we got a couple minutes here. Is there anything you disliked about this? Um, the two playthroughs? Not really. No, I think I, I really actually, I quite enjoyed, I think I mentioned that, if I, but I enjoyed that merge in the, See, yeah, in, I, the in the first game. Let's, let's talk about that because... I was, when I had heard the mixed reviews, I was like, oh no, yeah. I'm, I was sweating a bit being like, but I didn't like the sound of it. Yep. I was like, I, ugh, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to like this. Yeah. And then we hit it three player right away. I wanted to play with three or more right away yes. just to kick that yes. in to see what happened. Yep. And so when it happened, I was in front and I was like, okay, Corey just kind of got hosed a bit yeah because he was only one behind you but we'd warned everyone was aware that this was going to be a thing that happened so it wasn't like a big surprise right because we're like okay we're just going to see how this works and Corey's like okay so i guess i drop down (laughs) here (laughs) and yeah and so you know it's a bit deflating but then and you guys were even kind of like oh man how are we going to do this and and then things just started to come together and you worked your way up and ding ding bing bang boom you won yeah so it worked. It I was concerned work. that you guys would get hosed, hosed, and like yeah. he would drop way down to you, and I'd still win by ten or something yeah. like that. And that was not the case. So, right now, there is nothing I dislike about this game. Yes, everything is very, yeah. very well thought out. Um, I'm interested to play it a it, lot more to see yes. how it. So that's what exactly. So we need to play many, many more games of the multiple player. Yep. Use that and see if that continues to be that the two gods that combine always win. Or if they win, lose, win, lose. Yeah. So or if they majority if lose. Yeah. If it's always a, a big mix, I'll be totally fine with it. Yep. If the the combined gods tend to always lose or always win. Then I'll start to have a problem with it. Well, and I'll be interested to see, too, because I would imagine it would have a lot to do with the gods that you're using and how their two powers combine together. So that in itself is another thing. But I will say that playing with that, knowing that's going to happen, it can be part of your strategy to not move up that devotion track as fast if you don't want to be joined. So it'll... We need a bunch more plays yeah. before we could say something negative or positive. But as right of now, right now, I like it. I like I it the way it, it is. Yeah. Having a negative tone if something like that were to happen. But I'm betting that I guess it's not it depends going to. on who you play with, too. True. Because the three of us didn't care. No, we had a ton of fun. So if you play with people that are very aware that this is a thing, it yeah. shouldn't be a big deal. Well, I'd also like to try playing it without that and just see how it feels. Yeah. Like play that same scenario that we just went through I, and I see almost, if you could have maybe caught up a bit. I or, don't know if I could have. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So we don't know. But yeah. Right now we can say very positive. Yes. That we do really enjoy the way it worked, the way everything 
the whole package of this game. Yeah. Really, really, really good. like the game. Yes. Um, so that being said, do we recommend this game? Yes. And if so, who do we, <laughs> yeah, who do we recommend it for? So I agree with you. We both obviously endorse and recommend this game. It will not be for everyone for sure. Um, first off, you know, the, Dudes on the map, or soldiers on the map, or whatever you want to call this. The um, I, I hate the term Ameritrash. I don't like I, it. I just that don't that even stuff use bothers it. me because it is far trash. from trash. Um, yeah. If this, if you like those type of games, you should really enjoy this game. But just watch out for the merge. Yep. That is going to be the only thing that people will either may or may not like about this game. Yeah. Because otherwise, I think this is this is my second favorite of the trilogy. Blood Rage is always going to hold a really soft spot for me, but this one I think is way superior to Rising Sun. I would um, agree right now. I just, I for me, it wouldn't be fair. I haven't played nearly yeah, as much Rising Sun. Rising or, Sun's very good. I need to play it more so I can good. actually and the two give player, it. The yeah. two player of this was awesome. Yes, the two player was great. Because it's just a head to head chess match. It, it just, it went really, really I lost. Well. So we can't, <laughs> right now we, we would recommend this for anyone that enjoys this style of game. Yep. Um, and you'd want to be a bit older. I think you don't, like, I don't know if Logan would, he's eight. I don't think he'd be, this one might be a touch difficult for him. Yeah. So you're probably looking at that 10 and up style yeah. uh, range, I would think. He, he, I mean, he could, he could probably get it, but whether or not he'd win, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on here yeah. to manage for a dudes on a map kind of game so yeah. we do highly recommend it and just be aware of that merge and you know do with that as you will but currently we think it's cool yeah and it worked i like it and we like it but uh, yeah i think we're at the end of episode six now awesome right yeah. yeah. So yeah, we we are gonna get running here. You can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, our YouTube channel. You can see the unboxing of Onk on there uh, at the Meeple Dungeon YouTube channel. And um, yeah, we're gonna get running, and we will see you next week. All Have right? a good week, Cheers. everyone. Bye bye. See ya.